Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Former agricultural trade leaders under the Trump administration share insight with farm broadcasters on what's next for global trade. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Ted McKinney is the former USDA Undersecretary for Trade, and Greg Dowd is the former Chief Ag Negotiator under the U.S. Trade Representative. Both positions have yet to be filled by the Biden administration. Greg Dowd, who is currently with Aimpoint Research, starts off the conversation by touching on potential trade partnerships in Africa. African countries such as Kenya. Kenya is an interesting country to think about from this perspective. They're a major wheat importer, and that wheat that they're importing now is 50% more expensive than it was a year ago. But they are also a major agricultural producer. And think about the cost of inputs for the Kenyan farmer and what he's now dealing with domestically. So you have a situation now for a country like Kenya where it's two-sided. Your inputs are more expensive, so you're probably going to produce less domestically, and you're probably going to have to import less domestically, too, because of price. This, this is an extraordinary situation uh, for those countries uh, that are in that predicament. I mean, you're, you're getting hit from both sides. You're going to produce less and, and have to import less because of cost. He responds to how the U.S. should interact with Kenya to start that strategic trade partnership. Well, I think you have to have, a, you know, the conversations on supply chains, first of all, which I, I think that that is the one thing we could spend all day talking about, supply chains and agriculture globally and, and, and what we see and what they're looking like. Uh, I, I think, you know, how mu the honest answer to that is, you know, we're relying on China on agricultural supply chains just like a country like Kenya is. So I, how, you, how do you help them when you're in somewhat of the same predicament? It's a great question. I don't know that I know the answer to. Ted McKinney also responds. He is the CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. I think we need to get to know them better first. Once you know your neighbor, you can work with your neighbor and figure these things out. That doesn't dispel the realities that, that Greg is suggesting, but I think part of having Kenya in there is just getting a start on reacquainting, really getting to know some of our friends in Africa who do, who want to do the same with us. I, so I think that's partly the start of it. And along the way, maybe we'll see some things break in favor of resolution of a lot of these problems. That's why I think it's so important. A free trade agreement or something like it would be very important as a step. And then the rest comes by, you know, one step takes the next step, delivers the next step. Ted McKinney also sees opportunity in India. That was a country both he and Greg Dowd were working with during their time with USDA and USTR. I think India is a great opportunity, and, and that's where a population is going to continue to explode, along with Africa. It's India and Africa where we're moving from 7.5 to 10, plus or minus. So we must, and I think our militaries are friends, and I think our presidents and, and, and the administrations both have been friends. So we've got to keep focusing on there. We worked very hard, but the time did run out on a deal. So you can imagine that we smiled very large, and we were very pleased when the current administration did get the sale of cherries, alfalfa, and I think pork. Uh, 
Now, to those in office go the spoils, and that's just the way it's been, but it didn't make it any less joyful for us to see that happen because we knew how much work had gone to that. Greg Dowd responds to how the Biden administration should pursue trade deals in the Indo-Pacific region. In that part of the world, you know, uh, Indonesia is a very important country going forward, uh, Philippines, uh, Vietnam, you know, Malaysia, the, all those Southeast Asian countries. The interesting thing about those countries, though, that, that I would remind everybody today is that it isn't necessarily the tariffs are our problem anymore. Our tariffs in agricultural trade today, with the exception of India and the European Union, are relatively low in, in most of these countries. The challenge with an agricultural trade and market access with Indonesia is their import licensing regime, which is completely, I, I can't even describe the word in terms of difficulty to deal with. And it has to do with their domestic political structure. There, there's all kinds of, of you know, different issues that go on there domestically that uh, we, we have had to you know, break through and deal with. Greg Dowd says in the three decades he's been in Washington, D.C., he's learned it takes about 10 years for a trade deal to come to fruition. And with nothing in the pipeline now, it could mean a long time before more deals are set. And we went a long time before Obama until after Obama here where we didn't really have anything in the pipeline. And so now we're, we, we crammed, you know, with, with the deals that we did, we're about half of U.S. agriculture in our time there. Um, so now you're in a situation where, you know, if you don't have anything coming in the pipeline, it, it spells, you know, problems for you here down the road. Ted McKinney expresses concern that his former position as Undersecretary of Trade for USDA has not been filled. Uh, I think Mr. Vilsack has been making a pretty honest effort to try to get at least my position filled. I, I haven't followed, uh, I don't know the, the inside of, of what hap what's going on at USTR as well, we lost one. Uh, I worry a little bit about some of the conditions that I've heard. Uh, I heard that one candidate said no because they were going to have to sell the farm. Now, there have been farm or farm-related people who have been through USDA as an undersecretary or as a deputy secretary, Jim Mosley, or as a secretary before. And somehow that got managed through. So I do not understand, well, I'm a strong, strong ethics person. I, you know, I, I'm over the top on, a, on complying with anything in remotely uh, involving ethics, but I do not understand this rule that you got to sell the farm. So I think we have to ask a lot of questions about what's changed in that policy that might be denying people from even raising their hand that would be outstanding. I know a lot of people that have had farm ties that have put it in a blind trust or turned it over in a cash rent format to a cousin. I stepped off the board of our family farm corporation, honored every commitment. Thanksgiving Day, my family members were in having a meeting and I didn't go in there. I wanted to pass the red face test that I fully complied with my ethics. So it can be done by honorable people who believe in ethics, but something's happening there as well. Uh, what are you missing? Well, I keep coming back to the fact that uh, though it might be, we might be doing well now with prices and there's some satisfaction on the farm. I mean, I think we just read this morning that there's anticipation that farm income will be similar, maybe up, but, 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 but similar uh, in, in next year as it is this year. That's good. That's good. Uh, 
But boy, we should not be complacent because once again, as I said earlier, the moment you're not there, somebody else is. I know that the UK has done 80, that's eight zero free trade agreements in the last 20 months, 24 months. Now I think a lot of that is cut and paste because countries may want to be uh, have the same kind of thing. I'm not sure that's the best judge, but it's an indication that you can do and you need to do some of those agreements, particularly the UK because they had nothing. It was all tied through the EU. So whether it's a free trade agreement or if it's something similar by a different name, uh, you know, I think you've got to stay at it all the time. It's not something that can really lapse and be, be successful over the long term. Ted McKinney says while providing food aid to foreign countries during a time of international unrest and high input costs can help with political stability and national security, it pales in comparison to trade. They do tend to go hand in hand, but let's don't kid ourselves. Trade is by far the best and only first choice. It can't be second. Because when you trade, there is a win-win. Both countries are lifted up. Now, it may not be a direct ag and food trade for ag and food, it may be something else, but those things are always worked out. If this war and strife continues, I think food aid will magnify several fold in its criticality, and I hope that we're up for it. And I think so far it looks like we are. Uh, essentially, they're liquidating the Emerson Trust. I think they'll replenish that. Uh, we and our members endorse that in a major way. I had several conversations on that. I'll remind people that the McGovern Dole program is a wonderful, I mean, just incredibly positive school feeding program for children. And in the meantime, you teach them, they, they are educated as a result. They're educated and democracy is a part of the education. Uh, so those kinds of things can be very valuable or any other programs because, you know, USAID is the big one in the, in the group here and, and other countries do that. But boy, um, I talked to David Beasley several times in my treks to Rome. I mean, they're now working in some parts of Africa on third generations of families being fed by World Food Program, and something's wrong when that is the case. So we don't want this nasty situation uh, that, the, that Russia has imposed on the Ukraine and on the world to sustain because uh, distributing food, you know, as a food aid pales in, it's in comparison to the value uh, of lifting up the world and addressing hunger that, that trade can bring. Ted McKinney is the CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. Before him, we heard from Greg Dowd with Aimpoint Research. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.